guys, and welcome to Concentrated Podcast Presents the Imperial Dispatch. I am Maria, and I am joined by my two co-hosts, Eric. Hey. And apparently my dog's toy decided that it also wants to talk right now. So <laughs> the dog's toy and also the lovely Manero. Um, I watched the episode. I don't know if the dog's toy did. So I don't know I, why you're here, dog's toy. <laughs> I couldn't tell if that was your dog's tweaky toy or if that was Manera dragging her stylus across her iPad that I can also I'm using hear. my finger. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh, no, it is. It was definitely the squeakity squawk. My pup has learned about the fun of just chewing on something mm-hmm. over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. And that's what we get. Kind of like... Everybody trying to tell uh, Cassian how much they didn't trust him uh, over these last couple of episodes. It's it it's like the trust was the dog toy. Spoiler uh, so- alert: Cassian wasn't the word one you needed to worry about. We so guys, as you know, we're here covering uh, the Disney Plus series Andor today. We're going to cover four, five, six because. One of the things that we realized is that as we've been watching the show, it really does feel like they're doing almost these mini story arcs within the season that resolve themselves so far in like three episodes. Yeah, so, they kind of they push the story towards a new arc. Like the first episode, we met everyone on um, I forget the name of the planet, um, and then then they they escape and or and stellar mm-hmm. skateboard escape, and you know Not they're off to the next adventure. Stellar skateboard. This oh my is God. his name. Adventure. So. Is, is that what just forever he's, he's his name? Stellar skateboard. Yes. The <laughs> Wikipedia calls him Stellar Skateboard. His mama named him Stellar. I'm going to call him Stellar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, his son listen, Pennywise he, and his other son. His son Pennywise. His other son. Right. His son Eric Pennywise and, 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 and hot and hot son because <laughs> Eric is hot. Don't do that. Pennywise a, is hot too. There's a third son, isn't there? Yeah. Isn't he there was on Viking. No, is he yep. the son or is he the uncle? I don't know when there's was an on uncle? Vikings. There's a whole bunch of skateboards out yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> there's a whole bunch. There really are. I mean, they, but here's the thing. I'm just going to put this out there. Unlike a lot of other families in Hollywood, at least they're all talented. Yeah. They're, they're a Norwegian mm-hmm. di- family dynasty. I'll yeah. take that. Not and the thing is, they, right, because they are, as in we were fact, discussing Norwegian, earlier, there right? are some other Nepo babies there that I, Nepo I can, babies. you know, I can take or leave. Yeah. Oh, so many Nepo babies. <laughs> so many. Yeah, they're from <sighs> Sweden. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're from Sweden. No, I don't know why you thought you should do that. Why did you just do that? No, no, sir. You tell me you don't hear the word Sweden and immediately think of the the Swedish chef. The chef from yes, but I don't do the voice. I do it in my head. I don't do it on. I don't do it on wax. So somebody could play it anytime they want to. Come with me, and we're going to start a rebellion. No, oh no, stop it. Today. We, already, we are right we are already off the rails and we just started thanks eric or should That's i say chef <laughs> you have to get back to me and take with this business gonna... me i need you to throw some fish around now <laughs> just throw need to start <laughs> okay so here's the funny thing the 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 toy that uh my pup was playing with during amazon like prime day or whatever they had this fish that you plug it into USB and it, it like wags like it's a fish mm-hmm. out of water. 
yeah, that was the other toy that he was. That one does not squeak, but it mm-hmm. does like wiggle when you bite it. So mm-hmm. I'm sitting here just imagining Eric walking through my house, picking up said like moving fish toy <laughs> and doing that. Exactly. <laughs> So Andor? <laughs> so Andor, y'all, because that's we're, we are not here to talk about Eric's circle back to Andor. obsession with Swedish things. Let's circle mm-hmm. back to Andor. So, um, you know, from the very, you you do, and you you love just being there too. It's not even just IKEA things. It's a good day. But like I, you can walk around IKEA and find stuff you weren't even listen. And then meatball slap. I don't care what nobody mm-hmm. says. They are delicious. Some of that lingonberry jelly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get a little cinnamon roll for the way out. Okay. Enough with stellar skateboard <laughs> and all things Swede. Uh, let's talk about this a little bit because I, I know that like we watched the first three episodes and I think that we all like it was one of the I mean, we t- we tend to be in consensus on most shows, but like everybody was really excited about the direction that the series seemed to be going in. So now with another story arc and three more episodes in the can, how are you guys feeling about it? Like, give me some of your, some of your initial thoughts around like this little story in the last three episodes. So, you know, I always like starting with Manier on star Wars stuff because she just has a different point of reference. Um, and I think that, that she sees a lot of it kind of with a child's wonder because, you know, she's not a lifelong fan. She's a, a newer fan. So what did you think about these last three episodes and, and where the series is going so far? Um, I really enjoyed these episodes. I enjoy a bit of spycraft and, you know, um, I did not care about the mission per se. I cared about who's the mole. Because there's always one. And while they thought it was Cassian, we knew it had to be somebody else. Not the whole band can't be good. Um, and so we'll get into that when we get there. But um, I'm really excited. I wanted to know how like Forrest Whitaker like, would shape into this heist. And I'm kind of glad that this is a one and doneer as a sense of this heist is done and now Cassian has to figure out what his next move is or we get to figure out what Cassian's next move is um and so that's that's good i i enjoyed myself and i'm 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 in it i'm in it i'm glad that we are covering it the way that we are because i think that it makes more sense to do the arc rather than come and say, well, I don't know what's going to happen. Well, we know what's going to happen. I think it's just, it's better. Also, we should say that by the time this airs, by the time you're listening to it live, episode seven will be out. So we're going to cover seven, eight, and nine later. Correct. So, And I haven't watched. Yeah, I also haven't watched. Like, it literally just dropped this morning. So don't come at us with seven episode seven stuff. We're six through, uh, four through six right here. Yeah. literally what i'm doing after i watch after we finish recording is watching seven so yeah nope. so eric what what were your thoughts on these last three episodes um it made me even more excited than i was about the previous three honestly like um i've seen some people's reaction and it makes me a little upset not upset but sad that this isn't getting the same buzz that something like obi-wan kenobi was um, because again, Andor was a completely new character when Rogue One came out. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like, as I mentioned in the last episode, this is a completely new area for Star Wars. Um, and the closest we've gotten to something like this before would have been like some of the books and comics. But this is 
legitimately this could be a world war ii thriller spy thriller this Mm -hmm. could be you know something else it doesn't feel like star wars in the best way possible and sometimes you need this star wars palette cleanser um like honestly it doesn't even feel like star wars until like episode six when they get in the heist and you remember oh wait these are laser blasters i mean clearly um Mm -hmm. some of the guns are just redressed real guns like one of them is clearly carrying an Mm ak-47 um but then it starts shooting lasers you're like oh wait i forgot this is sci-fi in space um this is still star wars in the star wars universe but again this is the far outer rim planets um this is still the earlier days of the empire so there's a lot going on and like i said it, it feels so much more grounded and i hate using the term gritty but this feels gritty the, the only mention to anything related to like jedi is the fact that cassian has this kyber crystal that he's wearing around his neck that he was given by uh by stellar skateboard yeah and i'm i'm 100 percent here for this and i love that it 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 feels like star wars but it doesn't feel like star wars and I, I like being surprised because these are the tales that we don't hear very often. Or if you do, they're limited to like animated shorts or a book that maybe 100 people read. And I'm sure it's more than 100 people. Don't come at me. Um, yeah, I, I'm glad that they're making something like this for a mass audience. And I hope more people tune in because it's great. Yeah, I um <sighs> Okay, let me just, I'm just going to put it out there. I think it's really good and I think that anybody who claims to be a true Star Wars fan that isn't enjoying this show in particular may not be a true Star Wars fan and what I mean by that is like you know it's true Star Wars fans like in my opinion want to know everything that there is to know about the galaxy far, far away. And they understand that there is more to the saga than just Jedi and Sith. And they want to know like all, all about all of these different worlds where when there were a bunch of Jedi, many of them came from different places. Mm-hmm. And, and so it's like, to me, this is what a real like revolution looks like. A lot of people doing lots of things in covert ways and not Mm -hmm. just you know shooting or bringing you know bringing light swords to the party or everything else so like having this pre well i guess it's post order 66 pre uh new hope story that is really focusing on the effects of the empire without any of the super cool things that people like i don't want to say hop-ons because that's rude but that like people who may not be as in ingratiated in star wars are familiar with i think is a great thing and i think it's being done really well and i actually like eric love the fact well, i think both of you said this like it plays like a war thriller almost like yeah like um like a cat and mouse game and and i like that about it yeah and i also enjoy the fact that like Andor is not a hundred percent like a good guy. He is kind of morally ambiguous. Um, you can tell that he his heart is in the right place, but at the same time, he's looking out for himself because right. everyone seems to be, you know, while everyone keeps giving him these opportunities, they keep turning their backs on him, and he ends up having to to fight his way out and kind of, you know, look out for his own neck because no one is there to help him. 
So I, I, you know, from time to time, like, like in episode six, if you got a bad feeling about it, sometimes you shoot a man in the face. Sometimes you shoot a man in the fucking face. Mm-hmm. His ass would have been gone a while fucking ago, but Richie. that's just me. Yep. And if, if you guys watch the bear, <laughs> fucking Richie, you, you know right. Richie's a fucking Listen, I thought he was going to like redeem himself on here. I was like, oh, it's Richie. And then it was like, nope. It's Richie. He kept talking about everything. Like everything was an issue. And it was always, well, he's got this and he's got that. Everyone had stopped. Like everyone had, were were like, listen, we need him. This is what we're going to do. We're just going to, we're just going to do the mission. She said it like, this is what we're going to do. But every day he had some bullshit to say. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. you're throwing a lot of this issue or he had some other like, um, like he had an issue and then like when it came out in the end and he was like well i don't even really have a brother i was like oh okay well you're you're full of shit full of shit right all right yeah yeah fucking oh. fucking richie fucking desi from girls oh. you, just, yeah. you, you play you play a shit bird very well you're a good he actor does but he has a shit bird face so it doesn't it surprise me yeah, yeah. he, he was a shit bird much... in um nosferatu on amc yeah. he was a oh, shit bird dad yeah, he he was. I do apologize, people from Boston, but he was a shitbird Boston dad. <laughs> sorry, not I think really the only pl- the only thing he hasn't been a real shitbird in was in the Punisher when he played Micro, the hmm. uh, the John Bernthal uh, Punisher. Imagine that shitbird, yeah. shitbird, and and he got what he deserved. And so I'm, sure he's I'm a lovely kind man of in person, <laughs> right? And I'm listen. This just goes to tell you how well of a character actor he is, right? Because I kind of wish that that would have also been the outcome for him on the bear. So that's that's a whole another aside. Like, don't bail his ass out. Leave his ass in. Whatever. Anywho, yeah, we'll we'll see more of him in the second season Ugh. of the bear. Not not Andor. No. <laughs> right, he is dead, <laughs> yeah. y'all. I mean. But let's talk about it because, you know, obviously, if you're listening to this, you have watched episodes four, five and six. So, I mean, otherwise, we're spoiling the fuck out of you, mm-hmm. which you Sorry. already know that's what it's going to be. You know, be. Richie did. <laughs> yeah. Right. Richie did. <laughs> but can we talk about Vel for a second? Because she had to have been the worst leader of leaders to ever lead. And why did Stellar Skateboard leave this woman in charge? Didn't he say yeah. she was? He was giving her a shot. Like this was her shot. Yeah. Didn't he and, say that? And, uh, basically, yeah. And and at this point, really, nobody else wants the job because yeah. it's kind of still very impossible odds. And I couldn't tell, and maybe I may have, have glanced over it, but were her and Cinta in a relationship? I thought yes. so. Yeah. Okay. And here's the thing: so her and Cinta were in a relationship. I don't. The like. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how to say this because I don't want to offend anybody when I say this. Um, And I will not play the, you know, I am a member of this community so I can just say whatever because that's, I don't think that that's appropriate. Okay. However, it very much felt to me like the way that the relationship was happening and how it kind of came out was like to fulfill some weirdos like lesbian sci-fi fantasy bullshit because number one you know like uh 
I mean, his name was Skeen, but fuck it. Richie being like, oh, she's already spoken for. She's in yeah. somebody's bed. Like, okay. First off, you look like a hater. Second off, it's clear that none of these other dudes are paying her any attention. So right there, you're already alluding to her and Val. Huh? 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 What about her and Val? And then when you show, like, her and Val going through this process of, like, teaming up and then being the ones that have to do what they need to do and having to split up and, you know, whether since it's going to be okay, like... All of the emotion between them kind of looked forced because Vel definitely looked like she cared about this woman who she's clearly in a relationship with. And since it very much just looked like, bitch, get out my face so we can finish this mission. It just, I don't think it played well. I feel that Senta was tired of Vel. I was tired of her because it seemed that like she... I don't know if like she let her nerves get in the way or what, but it's like, we're, we're doing this mission. You are the leader. If you weren't, didn't want to be the leader, then you should have stepped away and let somebody else lead the mission. But as the leader, you should be stepping up. You shouldn't be, they shouldn't be saying, um, what was it? Eagle one, Eagle one. They should be asking for you. Like you should already be in the spot that you need to be in. I should, I, as your partner, shouldn't be telling you, Go like yeah. You need to make go. this move now, right? Also, I shouldn't really be doing quickly. That. What were they? Because it wasn't Eagle One, but it was something no, it was Valley, super Valley One, um, Valley One, and I think River One or something like that. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Because yeah. you know how sometimes, like I, I just remember before, and and or maybe I'm just old and senile. Like they still try to make it seem as though like things like numbers like yes they used mm-hmm. numbers but they were measuring very differently mm-hmm. i i feel like in the new star wars of late i'm just waiting for somebody to be like yeah it's six feet away like they they seem to be using they they tend to go back and forth. it depends on right okay yeah. you, you get what i'm talking about eric it depends on who's writing it and how much because uh, like especially when it comes to sci-fi stuff like a day is not 24 hours on every planet, depending on where right. you are in a specific galaxy and like what mm-hmm. you're, you know, you, where your solar system rotates around, things like that. Um, they, they just assume that you understand when you're like, oh, well, he's two meters away. Sometimes they just play it safe and go the metric system. But a lot of times they're just like, oh, yeah, it's, it's five feet that way. Yeah, I'm going to need you know. some consistency, dog. You're ruining my fantasy. But outside of that like i just space space metric system (laughs) i know i need the space fucking metric system all right not what they use over there on the other side of the atlantic and everywhere else in the world except here because america that said um yeah the relationship they may also they may also be using like um uh, Imperial because Tony Gilroy, who is the showrunner and one of the writers, is from New York. So maybe that's why instead of saying like meters or whatever, they're like, oh, it's it's you know three inches of, <sighs> of door or something like that. You know what I mean? Whereas yeah, no, 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 no. Like that makes sense. Jake or Lawrence Kasdan, who is who are are British and things like that. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know how I feel about that. <sighs> you didn't buy their love, Maria. I didn't. I wanted to. But I didn't. Again, and I didn't, didn't care. <laughs> it didn't feel like it didn't feel like they were together before they were in the rebellion. It mm-hmm. felt like one of those like uh, workplace relationships, like a 
a proximity romance when you're near mm-hmm. someone for so long all the time and you're like oh okay well maybe they are kind of cute and you're just like oh, all right this will work because well apparently Santa was completely okay with staying behind yeah because... so they were quick to leave her behind right but and I believe she I was know. from the planet right if I remember correctly like when Vel was first introducing Cassian to like everybody in the crew like she was actually from there was she not uh, that I don't recall because I remember they yeah. they they had this whole group of uh, not sheep herders, but they were like the actual planet's inhabitants that mm-hmm. the Empire had been whittling down, and they were the ones they were using their celestial event as covered for yeah. for the plot. Like basically, we're mm-hmm. kind of skipping o- around a lot, but like Sorry. episodes four and <laughs> no, because it, it, like episodes four and five, not a lot happens, which is why it's great to look at these in arcs because episode four, Cassian's dropped off on this planet by stellar skateboard and he's basically put into the ranks of this heist that's happening um and episode five is him meeting the crew and everyone getting involved and you start finding out like people's backstories and who you don't trust like fucking richie um and then episode six Nimic is the, was the only heist. one that deserved to be trusted and he got got and that made me I, very sad okay so i kind of looked at him a little funny i kind of i was it was between him and richie I was like, well, okay, so it's either you who's calling everybody out or it's either you who is like the true believer and the zealot. Mm-hmm. I don't know who it is, but one of them is a mole. I figured one of them would have to die. I, and I, I figured it would be uh, Nemec because he seemed to be the only one that was like truly down for this cause. And he mm-hmm. was out there, you know, spouting his his ideology, his ideology to everyone that would listen. Mm-hmm. And at times you just want to tell him, hey, shut the fuck up and just do your job. <laughs> so are you saying that he deserved to die because he wouldn't shut up about his ideology, Eric? Because that's pretty... No, he deserved Oof. to die because he jumped on a spaceship and didn't strap himself down like a smart person. <laughs> Factual. <laughs> Very big facts. Okay, but yeah. they were like, rolling you, all that you money were... on. They didn't secure any of it. Just we're going to no, let no, this no. just... Whoa! Roll around, yeah, babe. At, at the same time, babes. the door the door were closed. Right. When the door closed, you sit your ass down because you're yeah. on a moving vehicle. Yeah. It's and like you if do- you're in a, if you're in a minivan and your dad steps on the gas and you fall backwards. Guess what? You deserve to bust your ass. You should have been sitting yeah. down. Put your seatbelt on. Yeah. Never should have had a seatbelt on. Why wasn't he away from the big rolling money? Like I don't understand. I felt like that was very very convenient. Also. I will say that as much as I'm enjoying this series, I feel like the the entire how they got to where they got to within the building to get the like to get into the thing and get the money. Right. Like mm-hmm. you brought these imperial um, officers and then it was just like randomly just toss them to the side like well why did we get the buildup of even like seeing this man with his wife and his kids like like i needed his death or whatever to be more than kind of an afterthought well i feel like the whole point of introducing his wife and child was to like it's kind of that thing where you see it a lot in like world war ii movies where they they don't try to humanize people but they try to make you understand why certain people work for like Nazis and you're like oh okay well this person isn't really they don't really care about the cause they're trying to move up in the ladder and that's what he mm-hmm. was doing yeah. he was you know because he, he clearly his wife wanted to get off that planet he had a shitbird son and the whole point I don't was, know that we he had a shitbird son well his son nah, the kid know, felt a little shitbirdy I, yeah. I, I will concur with Eric that kid it's, that it's kid just was good one... world building 
Like it's it's good. Like getting these characters that you can you you're not gonna give a shit about after this episode, but you'll remember them because you'll be like, oh okay, that guy was an imperial officer. It's a way to make faceless enemies give them a have face. a face. I guess you're kind right. of like you know stormtroopers. They all wear helmets, so you shoot them, you don't give a shit. But if you have a you know an imperial officer who has a family, you realize that there's two sides to this conflict. You know what I mean? I didn't well, care. They, he didn't care about his wife. He didn't speak to her nicely. I didn't care about that old man. I do apologize. I mean, but yeah, that no, 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 kid but was yeah, that it, kid was one second away. Like he was one comment away from being a mega for me. So he did just okay. enough for me not to wish him dead. But yeah, fuck that guy's family. Also, kind of getting back to the crew, I forget homie's name. That was the former stormtrooper. Uh, Terramin. Uh, Terramin? Right. And he ended mm-hmm. up, he got got. But he got shot, it yeah. Was, it was that kind was sad. Of... <laughs> yeah, him and Lieutenant Gorn both got, got caught during the, uh, during the shootout. Yeah. yeah. I, I felt worse for Lieutenant Gorn than I did for him, though. And I think that part of the thing that got me was, like, for Cassian to have to come in and tell him how marching looks how to march mm-hmm. so that it looked and made more sense but you're the the former like stormtrooper were you really a stormtrooper like I, well, I don't no. know. So it you just, think other people were lying? You think more people were lying? Oh, I'm, I'm sure I don't think that Skeen was the only one lying. Yeah, I'm sure that had everything gone off like to fully planned and they would have gotten all of the the credits and everyone would have gotten out, I think there would have been more backstabbing going on because that's a lot I of think money. that he was down with Skeen. Yeah, That's yeah. not I everybody, think. not everyone's down for the cause. Yeah. Right. But I think it, it just goes to prove that, you know, Cassian pays more attention to things. Whereas mm-hmm. if you're a former stormtrooper, you know how stormtroopers do the job, but you're not actually paying attention to like the leadership parts. You're just being in control. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas Cassian recognizes like, hey, that guy's left handed. He's going to carry his gun differently than a right handed right. person. And making him carry his gun right-handed seems unnatural for him, which is going to cause more uh, more eyes on you. I Whereas if you look think... like you're naturally carrying your gun as a, as you would normally, no one's going to look. Right. Also, though, I, I think that the show did a good job of showing us how dispensable these characters were because mm-hmm. I cared a lot more about his friends and family that we met in episodes one, two, and three, then I cared about any of these disposable motherfuckers in, in four, five, and six. Like, obviously we know Skeller Skateboard ain't going anywhere. And, you know, my month is not going to go anywhere. Like she's going to be prevalent throughout the series for a good goddamn reason. Uh, but these I, I three. I did like them giving us more background on into about her, Mothma, yeah. Especially in episode six, when she goes and she's giving an address to the remaining members of the Republic, and there's like seven people there, and no one is paying attention to to what she has to say because the Republic at this point is just a joke. It is their is title. She important? Yes. Um, yes. In the original, and especially even in the, it, it, did you, you saw the prequels, right? Like uh, Revenge of the Sith and. Uh, she no, is no, one of no. the, the last remaining senators. Um, she was in Rogue One. She's the one mm-hmm. who, who organized. No, the I plan. do remember seeing her there, yeah. but that's. But she is, she's basically like the last. She is a double agent, but she is a member of the Republic. Uh, but the Republic no longer exists. It's just the Empire. So her talking to other, other members of the Republic, it's just for face value. No one gives a mm-hmm. shit what they're doing. Um, but she still has to keep up this facade. 
because she's really re- trying to start the rebellion from behind the scenes. She it, is she is she friends with Jimmy Jimmy um Jimmy Smith Smiths? Yes. Yeah. Bail Organa, okay. yeah. Okay. Cuz yeah. he's a senator as well, right? Correct. Correct. Okay. Yeah, but again, the same thing where like their senators basically entitled, they're keeping up the the facade that the republic is really still there, but it's just but it's know, not. the empire controls everything. Okay. Yeah, okay. kind of almost how we have a. Never mind, not even gonna go there because it's kind of like kinda, the the British how we have a Senate. Where, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, you were gonna go there. I was gonna talk about the U.S. Senate, but whatevs. Yeah, yeah, same the, yeah. Difference. It's very much like the actual Senate, where like you're you're there, you supposedly have power, but you really don't. Okay. Okay. Yeah, they're 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 face people. I liked her. I liked the cat and mouse. Um, that she has to play with Stellar and like yeah. mm-hmm. the episode five um, where Stellar mm-hmm. was trying to like get information and he looked very worried and I was like well what the fuck like this mission they haven't really told us anything about this mission and the way that they're setting it up like we really need this stuff but it seems like well they're they're no? trying to bankroll a rebellion basically like they're trying they to get ain't cheap. That's yeah, they're cheap. trying to get no money rebellions to the cost money. They do. Yeah, cost they money. need to get money to the people mm-hmm. who are actually going to be doing the fighting. And I right. feel like next episode we're gonna we're gonna finally be introduced to Saul Guerrera and his folks. Yay! That's what I'm they're, here for. They're the, salty Saul. They're the ones on the ground. They're the actual insurgents. And like, um, if you go back and watch the Clone Wars, um, like Saul Guerrera, in the original Clone Wars, you meet him and you meet his sister. And this is when he's in his 20s and his sister dies during one mm. of the missions and it, it completely radicalizes him. And he goes from just being kind of, uh, you know, because this this was during the Clone Wars and he's just trying to fight the um, not the Republic, but the 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 separatist robot army. And he's mm-hmm. trying to, to free his people. And it, it basically just radicalizes him. And you see that, you know, he dies in Rogue One. But up until that point, he is doing like suicide bombs and. You know, you see him, you meet him again in um, Jedi Fallen Order. Mm-hmm. Um, Force Whitaker comes back and plays the role again. So he has a very long history, but like seeing him in live action is always good because you have Force Whitaker and you learn more about all of the shit that he went through to get to this point and why he's so, you know, he's got like mm-hmm. a fucked up leg and, you know, he's got a fucked up afro in some, some shows and yeah. some movies. <laughs> so. I'm very excited to see him come back because he always brings a lot to the performance. I'm excited. But He's it, about the cause. at a certain point, I'm sure they'll they'll get into like not wanting to fund because at a, at a certain point he kind of breaks off from the actual rebellion and goes mm-hmm. off on his own because he doesn't like the fact he doesn't like their soft tactics and they think that he is too too extreme with his tactics. You know, he like would be the equivalent of Antifa. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. Or at least Antifa, according to, you know, yeah, our current Senate. Anywho, so here is the thing. So, yeah, so I'm, I'm glad that they kind of made these characters kind of disposable because I really legit, besides Nimic, I did not care what happened to anybody else that was on this mission. Um, just, I just didn't. Um, but you know who I do care about and who I want to learn all the things about, which... Obviously, it's going to take time. Uh, the Deidre character, the uh, young officer, I think her name is uh, Deidre Mero, you know, something like that. Yeah. He's trying to do, he's trying to 
figure things out the right way and mm-hmm. do a little yeah i mm-hmm. i'm i care about her way more than i care about the previous officer um, oh the uh, cyril yeah. Khan. yeah cyril Khan. I, be- yeah. I believe we're getting more of uh in later episodes because you know his mom okay. is trying to set him up with a job or some shit right but but why like why can't he just be the victim of you fuck around and find out like you didn't do what you were supposed to do and you found out men white men fail upwards everyone knows that they do when we saw him walking to his mom's house i was like right but can he just blow his brains out or not be here like i don't understand why we have to (laughs) deal with him anymore i don't care anything about him he just needs to go away but we've got the we've got the new lady who has a very crisp haircut and mm-hmm. a I don't give a fuck attitude. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. But I'm gonna mm-hmm. I'm gonna do my due diligence. Like I need I care about her. Let me see about she's her. She's also working her way up through the ranks, and I feel like she's going to get more cutthroat as we go along because she's trying to prove herself too. Yeah, but she's doing like I said, she's doing the work. She's investigating. She's looking through. She's highlighting things. I need that. I like that. That's what I want to see. And I I want to see more of her. Okay. Well, yeah, that also gives more more, you know, background on the people in the rebellion. Not the, the people in the rebellion, but I like that they're showing basically both sides. You know what I mean? I, I like to yeah, know the inner workings of what's going on with the Empire. I just again, don't care about of, a, the other guy. A lot of times it, it's just, you know, hey, these guys, you know, they got lasers and they're, they're, they're the bad guys. Like, no, I want to know why they're the bad guys. And I want to know, I, I don't need to know, but it's nice to know the intricacies of the bureaucracy of the, of the you know, the empire. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's, it's a lot. And here is the thing that I'm kind of struggling with a little bit because as much as I want to learn more about the inner workings of the rebellion, to Eric's point, I also do like seeing more and more of the inside of the of, of the empire, right? And like how things actually happen on the day-to-day for folks. But I have a feeling that we're going to hit a point soon that we won't, like, like the story is going to be fully shifted to whatever the hell is going on with Cassian and the rebellion. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, I feel like we almost need a, a, like, we need well, a dark side episode or, or, or series. As I say, well, we are, we're getting that with the Acolyte. That's the one with, oh, that's um, right. with, what's her name from Bodies, Bodies, Bodies mm-hmm. and the Hunger Games. Um... You know what I'm talking um, about. A mandolin. Yes. She is uh she's the the lead on that show. They. Uh she uses she they pronouns. Now back? Yeah. We're back to that? Okay. Wait, you can use she and they? You know what? Yep. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, gonna have she to she is the lead on that show that and I believe they 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 yeah, just I gotta cast do some, some other folks as well. I got to do some investigation on that as well. <laughs> That's what her Wikipedia says. No, it's cool. Listen. Yeah, but um, I just want to make sure I'm using it properly. That's mm-hmm. it. That's it. <laughs> yeah, that's that's supposed to be kind of your your dark side show or your your evil Jedi show. Um, and I completely lost my train of thought from there. 
Okay, but wait a second. So why why is it though with all of these uh, new dark side dark side characters, they've got something in common besides being on the dark side? Like, really, we're gonna do an acolyte show and have a person of color be the main bad guy for real? Oh, okay. Well, they didn't say bad guy. They just said main star. So a lot of the times with shows like that and games like that, it, it, they start out as a bad person and then they become a good person. So, No, see, I want a show that starts off with a bad person staying a bad person or a good person that then becomes a bad person. Like, clearly the yeah. universe needed bodies to make a uh, empire work in the first damn place. And as we've seen in both uh, Obi-Wan and on here, there are people making whole ass choices. Like they are not yeah. forced to be part of mm-hmm. the empire. They are choosing to. I want to know more about this. It's, it's, it's not like the clone wars where all of the, the, right. all of the, the soldiers were clones of, right. of Jango Fett. No, the stormtroopers are real people. Mm-hmm. And it's not like, it's not like in the later series where we find out that they're, they're child soldiers. Um, right. Of the first order. These like the, the the standard uh trilogy, the original trilogy is all normal ass people, which also mm-hmm. explains why they can't shoot for shit half the time because they're not re- very well trained. It's rude. Oh, stormtrooper, I mean, but also is, accurate. Is, yeah, yeah, they cannot shoot to save their fucking. Because if you watch if you watch the Clone Wars and the prequel stuff, like they're all brought up and they're trained from birth because they're clones, which is why they were way more effective. But, mm-hmm. you know, after Order 66, they were like, well, it costs too much money to, to make clones. Why don't we just pay people in a currency that we control and uh, they'll come in <laughs> and shoot people for us? Yeah. Not in a currency we control. And we mean, saw that in the Bad Batch where they started switching from the did, Republic yeah. credits to the – I thought that was a really good touch because it also shows how much they control the market. If you take people's money and com- make it completely, you know, mm-hmm. valueless, they have to use your, your currency. It's wild. Thanks, economics. Boo. That's all I have to say. Uh, but I, also, I believe boo. this is uh, it's supposed to be at least two seasons, because I think the first season is only 12 episodes, but IMDb has it listed for 24. So I believe they are planning on doing a second season. Because, again... What, this, of Andor? Or of Andor, yeah. This is five years oh, before okay. the events of the, the first Death Star, or the Battle of Yavin. So you have a lot of time to, to you know, and we're only maybe a month into his his Before time. He dies, right? Yeah. <laughs> so wild. Yeah, that's always a hard one for me when you're doing something like prequely, and we all know how the story ends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it can be it can be satisfying, and it can be useful, and it can expand your existing universe, or it can be something like the Scorpion King that makes no fucking sense, and the main star is only in it for one movie, and you get four with other people. That also make no sense. Wow. That, that felt the very rock pointed. Turned, the rockets right, turned that, around like, wait a minute, why am I in this? What happened? pointed at somebody who has a movie dropping later this week. That's all As I'm As of say. 2021, apparently he is in talks to come back and do a new Scorpion King movie. Because, you know, <sighs> The Rock gets that paper. Get, 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 get that paper. If you don't know, he also <laughs> still holds a Guinness Book World Record for the uh, largest initial sum for someone in their first major role, first starring role. He got paid $5 million plus to, for the Scorpion King film. His first Ew. main starring role. As opposed to being a supporting uh, supporting member. So, 
That shit was terrible, I, I by the way. No... It wasn't great. Yeah. It was not. I have no pity for The Rock's money. All right. So let me ask this because, like we said at the very beginning, we feel like this show is kind of happening in three episode arcs. Mm-hmm. So episode one, he gets, he, he becomes, he, he flees his home. We get his kind of backstory. Episode two, he does his first thing as a reluctant member of the rebellion. Um, what do we think is coming up now in the next three episodes? Any theories? He's got to return that money. Like, well, he's got to take it to wherever it was supposed to go. Well, no, he he left the money with uh with yeah, Vel. he left it with Vel. He just took he his he took cut. um he he took his portion and paid the the doctor for a ship that he had in his barn, and then mm-hmm. he's back on the run. So I think oh, he's going. Okay. I think he's going to back Stellar's? to meet with. Yeah, I think he's going back to to meet Stellar, Stellar Skateboard, which is going to be weird because he is on Coruscant, and yeah. Coruscant is like the hub of the Empire right now. But also, Stellar is a upstanding citizen who only deals in the best. You grubby grubby grubs shouldn't be coming to his store. You that store is yeah. For you definitely you. you're gonna you're gonna blow up his spot and his mm-hmm. amazing uh, double personality, which I don't think he's I love. going. I don't think he's going to Coruscant, right? Where do you think he's going? Are we going to see his mom again? He can't go back home. He can't he, go back. He might be able to because remember they said that um, after everything that happened, they were pulling all of the private contractors out, and they're going to be replacing them with stormtroopers. Mm-hmm. So I feel like he so might have to. I feel he like could that's go why, back. Yeah, I feel like that's why in Episode Six we see the flashbacks and they show um, what's her name. Um, from the first couple episodes, the the girl from Bix, yeah, yeah, Bix. So I feel like maybe name. in the next one he's got to go back there. I remember her name because she's cute. Duh. I just no, I just know, <laughs> I just know. Um, what's her face? Um, Apatunia, his mom. Yeah, Fiona Shaw mm-hmm. from Killing Killing Eve. Yeah, um, I feel like he's got to go back there, but also I feel like he's finally going to get embroiled in the the real deal rebellion, or he's gonna he's going to find a way to meet Saul Guerrero. See, because we know that he think... works with Saul Guerrero for a bit, and then later on he leaves. What if his mom gets him in touch with Saul? Yeah, I could see that because she's she's down for the cause. She's more down to to hide. She's yeah. had her day mm-hmm. of you know raiding imperial ships and and republic ships and things like that and clearly we know that she lost her her husband right uh, but what i just it, but feel what like if, we don't like, get aunt petunia for just the two episodes that we got her. right so okay. i kind of support what you're saying manira about like yeah. he's got to go back home or get back in touch with his mom at some point yeah also i feel like him giving him uh when lucian gives him the name Clem, which was his father's name or step his adoptive father's name, it was a nice a nice cover so that they look him up, they would find the record of Clem as a mm-hmm. uh, as kind of a bandit. Mm-hmm. Clem Andor. It's yeah. levels, levels to it. it no, no, I definitely think there are levels. I'm just very, very curious to see where they're going because we know this is going to be one of the longest series as far as the number of episodes. And like you said, Manira, there's five years technically, or I think Eric, you said there's literally five years that they could cover. Yep. Um, so 
when are the time jumps going to start? Because I'm sure we're going to have some time jumps. And where is he going next? Because here's the one thing. As much as I like this series, let me tell you something about our boy, Diego Luna. He kind of plays Cassian with a bitchiness to him that I don't really like. You don't like the chip on Cassian's shoulder? No. Like, I feel like, you know, clearly he knows how to fight. He knows how to survive. He can do things. But then he's also whiny. And I don't like that. I don't I don't like that they made him a little like, oh, oh what about the me? He's, he's whiny. I don't like it. Did you did you have to do the accent? Listen, this is what I, I, I don't know if he is. I am a Latina. Whiny. I can definitely hit the, what about me? I, I need to protect myself. Okay. I, I don't know anything about this rebellion. I just I, I am just trying to look out for myself. You I, I are it, wild right now. I get it, dog, but jeez. You are wild right now. Also, it doesn't say, annoy you. I need to protect you? this rebellion. <laughs> <laughs> He's got to roll his R's harder. Listen, and He's... I know you're not coming for me with your Omega accent. Omega? It's me. <laughs> Hello, Maria. It's me, Omega. Oh, I won't be coming yet, but I'm coming. Oh. Dear God. But yeah, he just, he comes across, I get that like he's worried about self-preservation, but he just comes across a little whiny. Well, it's again, it's, this isn't the same Andor that we meet in Rogue One who has been a a secret agent for a couple of years and has been, you know, because even in Rogue One, like his informant, he straight up murks like two seconds after getting the information. So we know he's Mm -hmm. been through some shit. Um, he's getting there because you see he doesn't have a problem shooting somebody in the face if he doesn't like how they're talking. In the so, face. But yeah. I think that's my thing, right? You can't be that quick to shoot somebody in the face, but at every turn, whine about how you're looking out for yourself. Like, you don't well, need to say anything. He's still Just finding be a badass. His place. Yeah, he's still finding his place in the galaxy because at the beginning of the show, the oh, only thing yeah. he cared about was finding his sister, yeah. which we still haven't, you know, we haven't gotten any resolution on. And I hope that pays off at some point. Oh, yeah. I really I, I'm, I'm sure we'll, we'll, you know, maybe we'll find her in the rebellion and maybe she's working with, with Saw Gerrera or maybe, you know, maybe Mon Mothma can get him the information or mm-hmm. maybe uh, Stellar Skateboard knows what happened to his sister and he's using it as leverage to get him to keep doing what he wants. Mm. Who's that girl that's with Stella? Stellar? Like, who who is she? Uh, she is just his assistant slash, you know, also rebellion person. She's giving me brown girl vibes you think i haven't did she, seen she, her did really she not look else. brown to anybody else or was it just me who thought she looked brown no mm. she looked like a white girl to me okay the hostess okay. but i could be wrong okay she looks brown but i could be wrong she could be a white woman we could oh, all be wrong. i mean right we could all be wrong <laughs> for real yeah, so I'm just I'm I'm interested to see when that's what I want. I want to see the transition from whiny ass Cassian to yes, I did murder that person and what about it, Cassian? Wait a minute. Okay, so do we think that the maybe white woman, maybe brown woman, um do you do we get like what kind of vibe do we get from her? I feel like she she could be, you know, she could go either way. She could be, you know, she is so far has been proven as an ally, but 
you know. But she could definitely she gives me double agent vibes. Yeah, I don't I feel like she me could, double she could flip well. on on Stellar okay. Skateboard at any moment. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, I don't trust her. Also, I think I want Mom Mothma's family to die. I do not like her husband or her little bitch-ass daughter. She is out here doing the galaxy's work, putting up with this bullshit to give you two, like, insolent, spoiled brats this lifestyle that y'all have. And y'all are just assholes. Yeah, I don't I want them to, like, blow up her house or some shit with them in it. Me too. Well, like we also, her family, she's putting on a facade in public and at home. No one else knows. Like her family doesn't know that she is basically leading the rebellion at this point. Oh, I yeah, mean, but, but listen, gross. and it's good that they don't because they're gross and it's probably not like they would support it anyway. You know yeah, who they are? They're basically there like, uh, just go be a sender or whatever, as long as it pays for our lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. I want to I have money and be rich and do all these things, but uh, no one cares about your job, mom. Yeah. Yeah, you just and her kept ass husband, like her kept ass husband, as high up as y'all's little uh, flat is in Curacao, he would have been pushed right out a window. <laughs> and you're telling the people that work for you don't say anything, <laughs> shut up. About <laughs> it. Right, you're supposed to protect me. All right. Ugh. Yeah, her family's the fucking worst. They are the worst. Ugh, yeah. So. The worst. It pretty much sounds like we have no idea where this is going to go. And uh, I think we're okay with it because the show is actually good. Like, like we're talking about these things that like, oh, this irritates me. This person irritates me, blah, blah, blah. But that's because they are literally playing the role so well that they induce these feelings that you have about them because great casting, great acting thus far. I think that all of the sets have been really, really cool. Mm-hmm. It's just it's it's a quality show that you could easily watch and forget that it's a sci-fi. Yeah, Basically. I wonder where they were, um, what part of the world they were in, where they were when they were um, putting the heist together. That was really beautiful. I yeah. know it. It definitely gave off like Lord of the Rings, mm-hmm. New Zealand vibes. But mm-hmm. I mean, I, well, I would it's say Disney, it so they could have like afforded a... it. But I don't know. It could be like um, Scotland. Like it, oh, it looks very yeah. like Scottish Highlands. Yeah. It was yeah. beautiful. It was. Yeah. And the effects of the eye were also really cool too because they kept talking about it and I didn't know what to expect. And then when it started, I was like, oh. This is, is really pretty. Actually pretty, pretty. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah and I thought it yeah, was Yeah, you the, definitely the do a heist now. Yeah, because yeah. everybody was. Everyone's looking up. Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> hmm Yep. Yeah, so I mean I'm I'm excited to see where it goes, but I think better than uh Obi-Wan when I say this, I felt like for as much as Obi-Wan wasn't predictable, it was predictable. Mm-hmm. Uh this doesn't feel like that. Well, yeah, because the the thing with Obi-Wan is, you know, at some point, you know, hey, he's got to fight Darth Vader. He's got to, you know, we see little baby Leia. She's she's got to get where she's going. This is a less like this is an important story, but it, it's one of those things where like up until you saw Rogue One, all you knew about the team that got the, the, the plans for the Death Star was that a lot of people died getting the plans. You didn't know anything else about the actual crew that got them. They are insignificant in the sense of the star wars universe but you care about their story once you know it 
You know what I mean? Right. So I care about the well, story. It's not as important as, you know, Luke killing the the emperor who didn't stay dead for some reason because, you know, money. Um, but it it's it's more important because I feel like there's more emotionally at, you know, there's there's more of an emotional core to this story. I think you're right, but I think even more so like when you think about the Reva versus um the other characters, like even Reva's story was pretty predictable. Like yeah. We all knew that she was going to be redeemed in the end. I think that's what I like about Andor. Like, yes, we know that Andor goes on to help get the plans of the Death Star. But like all of these other characters that we're meeting along the way, we really don't know what's going to happen. You don't know, and you, you don't know their yeah. fate. The only three people that we right. 100% know or who, who make it out of this are Andor, um, Saul Guerrero, and Mon Mothma, because they all appear exactly. in Rogue One. But other than exactly. that, any uh, anyone else that we meet along the way could easily die at a moment's notice. Like we meet with all these characters that we meet starting in episode four, and the majority of them are dead by the end of episode six. Yeah, yeah, I think like Bell, everyone Bell feels is the expendable. only one left. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everyone feels expendable. But like when these people die, then you're like, oh shit, these were people that I actually mm-hmm. enjoyed, and you you kind of get the cost of war. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like war, yeah. a lot of people are they become expendable. Or they become right. tails. Right. And it's, you know, not everybody gets their name, you know, they don't they don't get to go to to Life Day on Kashyyyk. No. Ooh. Some people just get wrecked and get blasted in a heist and their bodies get left un, in a bunker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And clearly some planets have better health care than others. Yeah. So put that out there. <laughs> I mean, when you go to a dude with four arms in a barn on, you know, a little side planet. Yeah sometimes you don't make it right he did the best he could that man's um body was crushed by like money again crushed yeah yeah i was expecting him to come out with like robot legs or something kind of on some uh like yes the, like the 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 doctor in uh book of boba fett That's, like th- th- like That's... i thought they were gonna go see thundercat okay right right <laughs> I, thought, I was like oh I cool thought... maybe they're gonna go see thundercat and they were like nope mm-hmm. Absolutely. We're going to take you to this guy who has mm-hmm. four arms but can't do shit to help us. Who mm-hmm. could be related to uh, Lupita yes, and Yonko's character. Yes, from, mm-hmm. that's what yeah. I thought. I was like, I was oh, like, maybe look, he's look. her dad. And I was like, nope, you know what? <laughs> I don't need the connection. It doesn't need to be there. <laughs> they can be the same species, yeah. but I don't need to know anything else about this guy. He tried. He was her dad he to me. Yeah, he tried. It didn't when work. When you stay trying <laughs> to make your Barbies kiss, have yes, relationships, go on vacation together, stop. Stop. All right? They're not fucking related. Eric is they right. They are in my way. head. No, no. They're just the That's same just racist. Species. You're just like, oh, those right, black people are related. Oh, they're mm-hmm. they're all black, so they must be related. Mm-hmm. Is this what we're they doing to be. aliens? No. Yep. Yeah. Oh, oh uh, Terrence Barcona. He must be related so, mm-hmm. to 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 Billy D. Williams' character. Gotta be. Thank you. Yep. So somebody so tell Billy Wookiees... that his dog that his son died, please. So Thank all Wookies are family. Is that what you're saying? Do Wookie lives matter to you, Manera? That was that's a yawn. I don't know what you're doing. Manera is a man. No, your Wookie sounds like a fucking yawn. Yeah. A very bad yawn. What is he? Doesn't he do this? No, no, no. Listen, Eric will give it to you. You you sound like somebody in the dryer trying to yell for help. The the basic way to get your Wookie is to take a yawn 
and then throw some mm-hmm. Spanish R rolling onto it. Like, nope, you're just chewing on that. I don't know what you're doing. He said rolled R's, not I did it. What yeah. the I did hell? it. Everybody knows I did it. I did it. You, so, y'all, please you got, don't you come real for us in our with comments it. about <laughs> Namir's terrible ass. I don't you care. I'll do, I'll do whatever I want. I don't care. Come for me in the comments. I'll just <laughs> you again. Yeah, you're speaking Welsh now. I don't know what you're talking about. Cocky. Oof. Oof. Listen, yeah, I'm, we excited. Know that I'm excited. Manera cannot visit Kashyyyk. That's all I'm saying. She's gonna offend everybody. I'm going with those little those little bears. That's where I'm going. You, you can't you visit Kashyyyk or the, wait, 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 wait. You mean the Endor? little bears? Are you talking about Endor <laughs> with the Ewoks? They're not Endor, little Endor's bears. Those little bears. That's yeah. where I'm going. They're, they're, but it's a also moon. a moon, it's not a, honey. Yeah. It's, it's um, not a planet. It's not a planet. It's, it's but rotating those little planet. bears are there. I yeah. be there. They're not on Kashyyyk. Kashyyyk is a planet. <laughs> they are. Those are fucking. Those are Teddy Ruxpins. If I've ever be seen fucking Teddy Ruxpins, those are Thank violent you. Teddy Ruxpins. They kill people. <laughs> they That's kill cool. People. I don't mind that. <laughs> I'm going with not those little bears. The little bears. Because <laughs> now all I have in my mind is pawpaw bears. Right. Mm-hmm. That's what you're talking about. That's not they what kill Ewoks and are. Eat people. Ewoks are not pawpaw bears. I don't listen. I I'm not gonna yuck their yum. I don't care if they eat people or not. I'm just going where those little bears are going. <laughs> oh God! Okay. All right. Well, with that, now that we know that Manira wants to go and get cannibalized by Ewoks, um, are there any other things that you guys think we should be getting ready for in these next three episodes? I mean, obviously, Saw Saw has to show up. Right. Mm-hmm. Anything else he you guys should. thinking? Yeah, he has to at some point. Yeah. No, we already know that he is. He's in the cast. We've seen him in the trailers. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm just along for the for the next the next heist or the next yeah. mission. At, at this point, I don't. Until I'm they drop excited. you off. I'm excited yeah. not knowing Moon. what's going on. Mm-hmm. With with your little bear friends. Mm-hmm. Like we have a we have a general timeline of where this takes place, but at the same time, we this, this is unexplored country, and I'm happy to yeah. to I'm happy to know about the little people at this point. So agreed. For it. Agreed. So, Eric, before we wrap Easter eggs, have we gotten any major ones in the last three episodes? Um, there's not a ton. A lot of them are just um, little small, like planet name drops, things like that. Um, there's um like Mon Mothma's daughter is mentioned in the expanded universe book, so that's now canon, things like that. Um there is a fun one. Does she do in... anything fun other than being a bitch? Yeah, instead of being or is she just a whiny little bratty bitch. Yeah. They're, they're just kids. They they fucking you know, nobody cares about them. That's mm. it. She's um, got it. Yeah. There is a, a fun a fun Easter egg um, in episode five when they're in um, in Stellar Skateboard's little back room. If you look on one of the shelves, he has uh, like some Jedi and Sith holocrons, but he mm-hmm. also has two of the Sankara stones from Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. You know, the Kalima. Huh. He has two yeah, of them yeah, on yeah. the shelves. Yeah, that's a fun Did little Easter egg. Did not notice that. Okay. Yeah, it's it's one of those little blink and you miss, or you know, mm-hmm. the nerds will find it Easter eggs. Cool. Um, and the the only other thing is that you know there there's a tiny little uh, 
what do you call it? The pods in the Republic, in the Senate Republic, like they're they're new, but it's the same room. Um, and the reason that they're new is because most of them got destroyed when uh, Yoda fought the Emperor there. One of the best uh, battles in that prequel trilogy. Is it as good as you smacking your microphone like that? <laughs> Listen, I decided that today I was going to be Manira and hold my microphone so I can keep getting on your nerves too. Mm-hmm. It's you, fun. Yeah. You guys don't have to edit this, and apparently you don't listen to it because if you listen to it, you would want to stab both of you. Oh. For all oh of the my. noise that you make. Oh, my. Hmm. I'm not holding my microphone. I don't have to move it at all. Okay, in fairness, I normally don't hold my microphone. I'm just in a different location of my home today. So, and what she said. All right. I can't hear her. She's too busy talking in Welsh again. (laughs) (laughs) Well, guys, listen, these are our thoughts on this series so far. If you actually have some. theories on where we're going in the next little you know trilogy of episodes i guess because it really does feel like little individual story arcs Mm -hmm. let us know and the way that you can do that is by sending us a message you can do that uh, to our email address which is concentratedpodcast at gmail.com or you can drop us a message on our facebook page that's concentrated podcast or you can hit us up on social media so well the other social media because technically facebook is social media too it's just social media for old people. So if you're using the young people's social media um, or the troll social media, you can find us on both Twitter and Instagram. Our handle is If we were using the young people's social media, we'd be on TikTok. We'd be TikTok, yeah. Oh, well, that's the baby. Listen, Courtney wants us to be on TikTok. Be Real is the new one where like you can, you take a picture once a day and you don't get time. Like you take a picture, it takes a picture of what's in front of you and it takes a picture of your face and you don't, you can't have filters. You can't do anything. It's supposed to be like, this is me. And like, you don't get to post on walls and stuff like that. And if you want to reply to people, like you have to reply with a a picture or like you're supposed to make the the emoji, but as a picture, things like that. It's supposed to be, you know to be the real you instead of filters and such. Wow. Eric is the hippest out of all of us for even knowing about this shit. I listen no, to a lot grandpa of isn't. Get out of here. Yeah, no, <laughs> I, I heard about it on NPR. <laughs> not on NPR. Way to date us, Eric. All right, well, yeah, no, we're not on the kitty uh, TikToks, although I love watching some tip- TikToks. We are on Instagram. Not some TikToks. I some love TikToks. that. Some TikToks. Um, kids on so you can. Mm-hmm. All the TikToks. <laughs> Actually, maybe we need to start a TikTok channel and let just Courtney run it and let her post uh, for Concentrated. She won't post on there. She can hardly even post on her Instagram. Damn. Damn. Snap. Snip, snap. Courtney, you, you heard Courtney me say that. It was not show. us. Oh, that's right. She doesn't um, listen to this show. I think she does listen to this show. And I said what I said. I say it straight to her face. So I'm not talking behind her back. Ooh. I don't do that shit. I don't do that shit. Ooh, right. I don't. <laughs> well, so Manir doesn't talk behind Courtney's back, but she is down to go hang out with little cannibal teddy bear, mm-hmm. little bear people on Endor. They look so. so much fun. They look like so much fun. Whatever. I won't invite you guys to the teddy bear picnic when we have one. I don't want to be invited because they might try to eat me. Well, you ain't living. They are pretty murderous. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, look, that's it for this week's episode. We will be back 
uh, in two weeks, right? Because we will have gotten seven, eight, and then nine done in two weeks. Yes. Uh, and we will be back to talk about those then. So until then, thanks so much for listening. Bye, guys. Bye. Peace. Oh, <laughs> God.